Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Morning, Giles. Morning, Doc. What was oh, that? What was that? Something from the estate. Catastrophic explosion on the estate. Maybe they're, maybe they're doing what they do with disease outbreaks sometimes and dropping bombs. There was a, there was a film where they, maybe they bombed the estate because mm. there's a case of coronavirus. How are you feeling? Are you shivery? Any cough? Tightness <coughs> in your no, chest? No, you're the one with the cough, as, as yes. discussed my, in many, many former podcasts. My cough, my cough is unlinked to any unwellness, though. My cough is permanent and tragic. It's just irritating. Um, uh, which, which reminds me of the Spike Milligan, I told you I was ill thing. But you may, maybe your patient one. My other favourite Spike Milligan thing, which is, I have the body of an 18-year-old. I keep it in the freezer. Listening to Giles Corrin has no idea, which was your idea. My idea. Esther Walker. My idea. And it's where you and I, who are husband and wife, unfortunately, <laughs> talk about the things that are in the papers that I'm. So then... you could write your stupid column later. Because and maybe give me two seconds peace. Somebody has to pay the bills. So are we going to do coronavirus then? I think we should. Because I mean, obviously, while I was on the school run, you have, as is traditional. Fill it to the papers and prepared lots of excellent things. Like there was so about. so much stuff. But actually, we could do coronavirus because like when it was during when we did our first season during Brexit, we basically didn't talk about it because it was so boring and we knew nothing yeah. about it. The mm. coronavirus, we we cannot ignore. It's just it's endless, and also the papers are so delighted that they've got something else to talk about other than Brexit. And lots of people, including actually Prince William, uh, he he visited somewhere with Kate or Ireland or something, and they were talking to someone, and he said, and he said to a doctor or something, "Do you think it's do you think it's real? Do you think it's just all just the media?" So there are lots. Whenever I speak to anyone, it, Wait, it, it, Prince William, the heir to the throne, yes. thinks that the coronavirus is just a media conspiracy. Uh, not a conspiracy, but he thinks the media are making far too much of it and made loads of jokes about how they're spreading coronavirus. Is he jealous of Prince Harry being so angry with the media, and uh, he now wants to just get his own little? Yes, I'm angry about the newspapers too, Harry. Yeah, kind of thing. Look, the maybe, media yeah. made up the corona. Yeah. But look, the corona. Basically, I had a I did a notebook on Tuesday in the Times. I did the bright side of the coronavirus. And I thought, is it okay? There's always a too soon thing. I was inspired in this by the discovery that uh, Emma Thompson had taken up Venetian citizenship and had moved to Venice like on Friday and then on Saturday they locked down Venice and (laughs) Emma Thompson can't get back. Bye-bye. I thought, oh, a plus side to this coronavirus and then thought we thought of between us in fact but we thought of other good things about the coronavirus uh, which was our children are washing their hands for the first time you know repeat doses of worms and was never enough to make them wash their hands but now they think they're going to it's on the front of the paper wow, wow. and it's rather than us going it's all a bit of 
it's all being over-egged, children. Mm. It's all a scare. We go, no, no, it's true. You could all die mm. unless you wash your hands repeatedly. So it's been quite good. For, the, um, air pollution down in all the centres of pollution in, in, in China where, the, where there is uh, COVID-19 because people aren't going out. The economic downturn is showing an improvement of pollution. People will stop flying so much mm. the same day as the Heathrow runway turned down. That That's good. Mm-hmm. Eco things. Earth getting is... It was so popular. And I thought people would go, oh, it's disgusting, too soon. And all, they were all going... Oh, it's so nice to have a laugh at a time like this. It, yeah. it seemed to me like gallows humour or, or or blitz humour. Mm-hmm. So I thought we, we maybe maybe think of some more part two. Maybe more good things. We we were thinking I, last night on the way out for dinner before we got horribly drunk. We had oh, I, hor- I delightfully drunk. Wait, I thought. I, you always think it's good. I, you just no- sort of pissed and merry and just couldn't stop laughing. And I can't remember what at. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and it was only the two of us. It was just which the two really of us. Strange. Yeah, in an empty restaurant because everyone was too scared to no, go out. They were. The coronavirus. Number one. Okay, look, yeah, what? Add empty, that to the list. Empty restaurants. And this is just at the top of our road. Before that, though, didn't we didn't have we- some new positives about the crowd? Yes, I thought of a, I thought of an extra one this morning, which is it's hilarious listening to the Today program flail around with increasing desperation to find coronavirus lateral subjects. So this morning, they had uh, a composer called Ivan Fisher talking about happy birthday because they're talking about happy birthday because the advice is you wash your hands mm-hmm. and you sing happy birthday twice as you're washing your hands that's the length of time you should be washing your hands to get rid of so the, 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 the today program they what do they do with the, they got a composer on to talk about happy birthdays i can't remember who who was on the same program this morning was it Sarah well, Montague, I think it's Sarah Montague. And she was saying, you're supposed to sing happy birthday, but lots of people don't like happy birthday. So we're talking to this composer who's got Wow, some, they are not managing very some, well with no, the no cabinet who's minister got, thing, Yeah, no, exactly. Who's got some alternative uh, um, tunes to happy birthday. So that was very, very funny. And then, which really made me laugh, Sarah Montague said, oh, that's all from us. Next, Nick Robinson with coronavirus. <laughs> Poor Nick, which of course she meant they were doing an emergency coronavirus show. Yes, they were doing they were doing a kind of a mock cobra meeting chaired by Nick Robinson about coronavirus. But they said, but because yeah. she was trying to get it in for the pips, she said next Nick Robinson with coronavirus. That was very funny. That made me laugh. But sorry, you saying that? So so and this happy birthday again. Here's a possible mm. column. I'm thinking. You know, Boris. It was Boris Johnson said. You want to say? I can't do his voice. Sing happy birthday twice. Sing happy birthday twice. What am I going to do? Yes, is everybody has to sing happy birthday. Uh, That's really twice. good. In Latin, if you're interested, it is Moriatum ad Deus, or I don't know, I can't speak Latin, you can. It's not Moriatum Deus means God is dead. Does it? Roughly. It means Does the death it? Of God, yeah. You oh just, that's some speaking in tongues there. But anyway, what I wanted to know was when, that is quite a good Boris you do. That's, although you, that's the same as your Prince Harry and your Prince William. No, no my, they, those are completely different. My Prince Harry is very different. Show me your Prince Harry. If that, that sounds like a euphemism for something, it's... especially <laughs> as my wife is also ginger. Yes, we call it her Prince Harry. <laughs> No, I, what I wanted to say is Boris Boris said, in your voice, you've got to sing happy birthday. But when he got to happy birthday, dear, what did he say? Because you've got to sing happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Boris. Maggie. Happy birthday, dear Carrie. Happy yeah. birthday, dear Marina, the jilted oh, no, wife. No, no, happy no. birthday, dear... Nanny. Miss- <laughs> Nanny. <laughs> anyway, so look, that's the musical thing. But then, and I told you this when I came in, and I thought I'll save it for the podcast to excite you. <laughs> So I bumped into, I went to the old coffee shop up the road, Crick's Corner, which I love. And I hadn't been there for ages. And in there was Carlos. Carlos is Mexican. I'm not going to do his accent anymore. But Carlos is a, he's a a, a global health expert. He's an academic in global health. He's attached to the University of London. Uh, Carlos Grialva Eternod, he's called. Research Associate Institute for Global Health. Anyway, he's this lovely Mexican in a leather coat and a flat cap who's always in there having his morning coffee. I run on caffeine. 
And, and, and he was sitting there with some of his mates. He says that. I'm Mexican. I run on caffeine. I said, so I walked in. I hadn't seen him since the outbreak of the coronavirus. I said, oi, Carlos. It's very like cheers in there. Oi, Carlos. Hey, everyone goes. Um, what about the coronavirus? What do you think about the coronavirus? So he said, this is what we're doing in Mexico. Literally. What does it say? Wash your hands, wash your hands. Coronavirus. This is Carlos, who's not, I'm not, it's not some, me- he, and I said, he said, you will put this on the radio, okay? This is Mexican government. <laughs> this is health information. Is that they're saying, like, wash your hands. Don't do kissing. Wash your uh, hands sorry, thoroughly. This is not in primary school. Is this, this is a primary school thing? No. It's like a government information thing. Arriba, wash your hands. No, don't go into busy restaurants. Don't go on the tube unless you have to. Non-essential travel is for wankers. (laughs) This is, and I said, what, are you fucking kidding? And he said, no, the government always in Mexico, we always do songs to get health information out to to the boondocks. And everyone gets singing the songs and then they wash their hands. And he said, I said, I'm going to put it in my pocket. He said, yeah, you put it in your podcast. This is what Mexico. I said, and then I said, but it's a bit racist, isn't it? He said, it's not racist. It's just cultural differences. And so it's all right for you to say, Carlos. But then the chorus, coronavirus. I think it's very let's catchy. Do, let's play it a little. Catching. Attention. Coronavirus. For a man who doesn't dance, you are really getting down. I was doing this in the cafe. I had a lot of coffee. Oh, right. You had, oh, yes. Oh, God. You had a lot of coffee. Giles is on cup of coffee number six, listeners. And uh, I wish you could see the dancing that he's doing. He's he's pointing to the sky. He's shuffling his head. I want to get up and dance. He wants to get up and dance. I would dance no around a sombrero would... if that were not culture. Anyway, look, shall I kill it? Because it goes on yeah, for a while. Yeah, yes, okay. Okay, so enough. look, that basically is the Mexican government's response to... Well, I don't... Admittedly, all their budget is going towards stopping the people killing each other all the time in Mexico. That came from a me- my friend Carlos, a Mexican a global health expert. Listen, darling, I don't think you're racist. I th- And I think it is interesting, and I think it is interesting, the cultural differences of how people disseminate information. In England, we disseminate information through the Daily Mail newspaper. Yeah. That's how we get word In Mexico. Out. In Mexico. But so look, so we can add to our list of bonuses that yeah. Mexican song. Okay. I think as, through the medium of our podcast, yes. that could go pretty viral, couldn't it? It could. Sure Someone could. also said to me in the coffee shop today, isn't it nice, finally, that a virus has gone viral? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was quite a good gag. Okay, look, moving swiftly on to... uh, There's also uh, a good thing for me and other people who have hapophobia, which is that... Is it called hapophobia? It's a fear of being touched. I don't like being touched, okay? I don't like... Yeah, don't try and give it a phobia. Well, I'm being silly. Cold people. Cold, frigid, unemotional people. Um, Hapophobia is a fear of being touched. I don't like being touched. I don't like greeting people with a hug or a handshake or a kiss. It's a miracle that we've got even two children. I just don't, don't like it. Um, and it, it, coronavirus means that I have le- legitimately have a thing to say, hello! Italy has banned kissing. Yeah, it, That's the new story to which you're alluding. Italy has banned kissing, or is, want, is recommended no kissing, which Never. in Italy, mwah, mwah. Yeah, exactly. It basically, I mean, it's a la- as a language, it's so, the Italians only have about 14 words, and they fill the rest out with basically hugs and kisses. Yeah. Uh, so they're getting rid of that. Which is good news for people like me. Um, uh, okay, on a more serious note, yeah. it may stop 
uh, the Chinese trade in live animals, including the pangolin, which is, as you know, the most endangered animal. I think they play the, the pangolin on this tune, don't they? <laughs> 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 I'm going to hit you over the head with a frying pan in a minute. I'm just saying, because the pangolin sounds a bit like a musical instrument. It does. But it's, but it's, yeah. The pangolin is, is a very, very cute and precious animal that... Uh, Speaking of which, in comes which, the cat. In comes Iris. Hello, Iris. Um, which, is, which is traded for, I don't know what, in Chinese live animal markets. And that may stop because there have been a couple of significant yeah. viruses that have come from... Chinese live animal markets, and this may be the thing that that that, that so it could save wildlife from um, uh, destroying the pangolin. Um, I noticed that there's a possibility they'll cancel the London Marathon. Yay! Which is why, why are we happy about that? Because well, because of the traffic it causes. Traffic, it's terrible. Yeah. All the, the, the Makes us feel guilty because and, we're not doing and it. And all that, exactly. And all those wankers who oh, are running yes. the marathon. All those people who've been training and training and training. I can't do any exercise unless I have a target to focus on. So we're all running the London Marathon dressed as rhinos. <laughs> no, you're fucking no, you're, not. No, you're fucking not. Um, exactly. So that's good. Um, I, the, last night you thought it might be the end of Trump. Oh yes, quite yeah. complicated. But yeah. look, Trump, he's his voters, the, the, the voters that that's a cough from Matt Hall in the corner there. Matt Hall, who, everyone. Matt Hall, hey, everyone. Hey, head of uh, on-demand uh, audio for Wireless UK and News International UK and all the blah blah blah. But all, he's come round to see the magic, and he's brought the fucking coronavirus. Mm. But it's far away. And so it's so fascinating that he's on his phone. Yeah, exactly. And they're not paying that's, any attention no, to No, that's good. That's, that's good. No, it's fine, that's man. Why, no, 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 no. I'm no, it's sure fine. it's very important. But like Lucy, doing. he's just, our producer, he's just stifling the laughs. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The cat smells of Tomcat piss. Does it really? Oh my god, yeah, she really smells. Can, uh, you get, can you get off, please, darling? Oh, my God. Oh, what? Is it her... No, um, no, it's not. I don't know what it's doing. No, she's been sort of fossicking around in plants that have been sprayed by Tomcat. That's so ginger cat. really smells. I don't know, darling. I wasn't not, watching. <laughs> There's you, Harry, and the cat outside. Has she wow, been, has she he been really ruffling around stinks. in her Prince Harry? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> 
I mean, can I, for, for the record, we do not call it her Prince Harry. We don't really talk about it, but when we do, it keeps going. It just keeps coming. She just it's, keeps it's, coming. This covered cat keeps yeah. coming. Go and climb on someone else. Go um, on Matt. But there are so many other brilliant stories for us to talk about. Yes, okay, look, but that's the coronavirus special dealt with. Yes. Go on. So she's going to be... Her, I'm not just put her, She stinks too much. She's put her down. Oh, let's do International Women's Day. You're five top women. Is it International Women's Day today? Uh, International Women's Week this week? It's. I always celebrate it. It's very important. It's like Christmas for me. I hang out the stocking and right. some women have been put in. Okay. Um, but the... the I, why, why do I say things like that? I don't know. Um, it's quite funny, though. It is quite funny. And I just thought of it right there. Yeah. You're just um, so clever like that, darling. It's really like, good. Just, just, off, just off the cuff like that. Like, oh, shall I unwrap it or shall I say Just it? quick as a flash. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you, you know, it's like a Lego with all, all those things. You just play with her for an hour and then you know, you're not interested anymore. That you can't say. Okay, fine. Uh, so anyway, so... Wait, Boris's top five women. We, everyone's meant to... For some reason, you're meant to choose your five most inspirational women or something. Yeah. And so he's chosen his. Hmm. I think he's been a bit... He's been a bit woke, hasn't he? He, he he's, hasn't been, put, he's been he spun a bit, yeah. He's been playing to the Northern Wall and the yeah. new voters and his... Uh, for a column, yeah. you've got to have to spin it a bit differently. No, my can't tell you. Yeah, yeah go on. What, so, what I, I, do well, I don't know. What are you going to do about I that? I was thinking, it's International Women's Day. Yeah. I thought I might say, what about International Man's Day? Now... Is an International Man's Day just all the rest of the year? International. It's always International Man's Day in my pants. Yeah. No, it's it's it, no, not what you would expect it to be. Is like if I was some ghastly right wing reactionary mm. tosspot mm-hmm. in the sort of Richard Littlejohn school, I go. What about international? What about white men? We're the yeah. we're the, we're the really uh, mm-hmm. marginalised ones. So I would say, what about International Man's Day? Mm-hmm. And and then it would be shit. International Man's Day. I think it's quite a good idea. International Man's Day. I can't. I can't get her off my knee. She's just. Should I put her outside and shut the cat flap? No, because she'll just batter at it. It'll be really annoying. On it, it's, a, it's, it's a, sad that on International Women's Day, our female cat smells of male cat piss. Yeah, piss. So no one wants to oh. touch her. Um, so you could have the, the the right for every man to, um, I don't know. It's the list of things that men do, which I think are quite funny and amusing. It's, it's a piece I've done before in, in, in other guises. Yeah. Um, but things that men do that women don't do, so which I've always said, it's like dive into a swimming pool, surface, immediately blow your nose on your hand. Right. It's a thing that men, for some, all men do and no women do. Kicking your pants up into the air and then catching them? On your head. Yes, exactly. Introduce that. Make that an Olympic sport. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I've stopped doing that. As I've got, maybe there's an age thing. Do you, I used to always do that. And I think it was one of the reasons you loved me. Uh, no. no, I mean it was it was perfectly fine and amusing when you came. Why have I stopped? Given that we met because when I was bedtime. thirty-eight, and, I, and at what at bedtime? What? Because bedtime is no longer funny. It's a serious <laughs> business. Bedtime. We're also usually so angry with each other by bedtime. So fucked off with you, but the kids. I'm so angry with you for going to bed because the kids need to go to bed at sort of eight thirty, nine o'clock. There's no bit of the evening for us after. No, I know. It's so a we t- and if the kids go to bed at like seven thirty, they have their supper and they have a bit of iPad. Seven thirty, they go to bed, and and then we have a bit of thing. And at seven forty-five, you go, ah, oh, I'm going to go to bed. We don't fucking go to bed, and it's not like I'm going to bed early. Now. It's because it's up there next to the kid, and we lie in bed while the and the kids are up later than us. And you're right, and I'm just fucked off because couldn't we at least stay downstairs for twenty? Have a bit of the. This is this doing this podcast is the only fucking grown-up quality time we have, mm-hmm. and it never leads. To what about th- dinner last night? Yeah, that was lovely. And then the lunch we also had. Yes, we spend like, a lot of time it together. It's we true, do. probably yeah. too much. Stop whinging. Um, so uh, International Man's Day. It, but, so, but yes, kicking your the pants. Do you remember? I used to, I stopped doing it at some point in the last two or three years because Sam used to do it. Sam used to try and do it. Yeah. And what you do when you kick your pants up in the air, mm-hmm. you flip them up, it's, and you have to imagine one is naked. So it's really it's really elegant because you're sort of <laughs> swinging necks, uh, and you kick them up and you catch them on your head. Um, 
And then, but if you go slightly too far, you let them fall behind you sli- and catch them in your hands, as the, so to make that. And you know, still the, leave them on the floor the, for the someone else to pick is, up. The problem is, Sam does it, but there's usually fairly reasonable quantities of poo in his pants when he got, even you know there's quite a there's a skid mark that exists in three dimensions shall we say on his pants most nights because he doesn't have a very good diet and he's not very interested in, in bum wiping so when he'll, he'll Sam will have the pants on the floor and he'll flip them up in the air and he'll be going to catch them in the head and I'll I'll, ca- I'll see the pone in his pants as it, and I'll do no like Kevin Cosner in the bodyguard and I leap across and like bat the pants away from him so that the poo doesn't fall on his head when he's just had a bath and I've just laboriously washed his hair. You thought, Dad, you spoiled it. I was going to catch it on my head that time as I, the pants stick to my hand. Anyway, so this is, there's a thing that men do. Another story then. I'm okay, not great. I've got a further. really, really, really good funny Go story for you. Have you noticed that in the most recent Garfield comic strips, Garfield now has a mobile phone? On so many levels. I didn't know they still were. Yep. I don't read them. You read them. What are they in? The mail? Garfield. The Garfield is in the Daily Mail. You, I, I went to do the school run and the whole trope for Giles Grant has no idea is that his wife is at home filleting the papers for stories and what you're actually doing is reading the Garfield cartoons. I read, I, I read, the, I read the paper from cover to cover and I found that you a brilliant story that Garfield now has a mobile phone. Okay, cool. That is quite funny. So is, it, how, is the story about him having a mobile no, phone? No. He has had the last few strips I've read... Garfield has had a mobile phone. Right. And I think this is very funny because you could update all cartoons and comics which it. you know a lot about yeah. with modern technology. Um, modern technology would make a lot of superhero super skills redundant. Superman can just fly around the world. He doesn't need to. He can phone. He can just phone. Exactly. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Also, no, it's just another bloke with a jetpack. Everyone's got them flying his shit. Exactly. Or... Snoopy. He's not a superhero. Oh, Snoopy has, doesn't have to fly a stop with camel. He can just send a drone. A drone. To he can send a drone, exactly. His, uh, his supper dish is never empty because uh, Charlie Brown now uses an app. He has a smart dish. He has a smart dish powered by the 5G network that automatically drops his food in. So, so he never has, a, never has an empty supper dish. Charlie Brown no longer has to pine after the little red-headed girl because he can just text her. No, because he goes on. He goes on Tinder. Find each other on <laughs> Tinder. Yep. That's quite funny. Uh, Woodstock no longer has to speak in those incomprehensible binary numbers, un- un- incomprehensible blips, yeah. because you just put him in Google Translate. <laughs> exactly. See. It's quite funny. It's quite niche. What do you mean? It's quite niche. It's totally brilliant. Is it? Is it not? Well, we've had a little laugh about it. Those are five decent gags. It's another small item, isn't it? Okay. I don't know. Do we have more? I could go on. But I yes, mean... Yes, you could. And that's the whole Batman. point, What's the Batman? Ba- oh, The bat signal. Well, the, well, it's problematic for Superman because he can't change in a mobile phone, can he? He can't change. Although they did do that joke in the Christopher Reeve Superman film in 1978, so, which people probably won't remember, but now I've reminded them. So I can't really see... He, in Superman, the first Superman film, yeah. there's a scene when he comes out of the office. It's the mm. first time he's going to change into Superman and he runs out of the, the, the office of the... What does he work for? The, in the, in the Daily the, Planet. The Daily Planet, of course. And he runs out and he, and he comes out and he goes to pull his jacket and he, and he goes runs to what we know is going to be a phone box. The, the joke in 1978 is that it's a booth. Because oh. what they had in New York was yeah. just a... They had these booths with a... With just a, with a, a with cover. But it wasn't yeah. a thing. They didn't have phone... So he then... And there's a visual gag. There's no phone booth. Um, oh, I vaguely remember. Yeah, so so there's that. So, Andy Cap, do you remember Andy Cap? Andy Cap was a northern one with his wife Flo, and he was always in the pub. 
if he's because his wife doesn't know where he is and he's in the pub but something now she's got a tracker on his mobile phone or something like that yep um, Fred Bassett that's just that was just always shit wasn't it it's Fred, Bassett. Fred Bassett's Fred, no fucking joke no. and he's still going the man must be like Doctor Who he's just regenerated eight times the cartoonist or, or, or he's 150 um, Calvin Hobbes Ca- uh, Hobbes uh, Calvin is treated successfully by a child psychologist for his uh, imaginary friend syndrome but that's not technology no it's not you're quite right uh, but he doesn't have an imaginary friend because he doesn't need one because he's on the fucking internet all, all the time yeah exactly because he's just playing with his friends on computer games in the world of a mobile phone, you don't really need strip cartoons. Yeah, that's quite funny. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's not really a con. It's fun. It's great. We make a lucky, lucky. We've got a podcast. Okay, I've got one more story for you, and then we can move on to any stories that you've got. Um, actually, I've got millions, but they're. Have you look? Then that story wasn't as good as parrots understand probability. What? Did you see that story? Pa- I skimmed over that. I'm not interested in what parrots can do. Well, but, I can but, do yeah. it because you don't like me to do talking parrots ones. No, you're not going. Parrots to can do. Parrots understand probability, which explains why they don't do the natural lottery. That sound you hear is the, the laughter being edited out. It's a fucking funny joke. It's a joke well, about yeah. how it's 14 million to one. It's fucking idiot. Only fucking idiots who don't understand probability play the National Lottery. There's no way to talk about your son. But no, but the point, the point it's 14 million to one, which is functionally impossible in any understanding of probability. Mm. And yet these people go and play the National Lottery and they don't. So parrots... It's been provi- it's re- revealed in yeah. a study by you. I'll do the whole diddly diddly parrot in a mathematical test. It's a co- parrots. It's number th- page. It's page thirteen in the in the in the Daily Mail. Parrots can make decisions based on probabilities, just like humans. Researchers have found parrots understand this. Parrots understand probabilities. Why they don't play national lottery? So the, rather than the fact that they haven't got opposable thumbs, so they can't hold the pen to make the marks on the thing. Even if parrots had hands, right. they wouldn't do the national lottery because they understand probability. I can't believe that you also just parrots are better. I I Isn't that quite funny? No, I cannot believe that you told me that my Garfield has a mobile phone story probably wasn't the column. But you think you can get a thousand words out of parrots? Yeah, parrot. What do you think, Matt? I think they should play scratch cards. Scratch yes. cards. Because <laughs> of their yes. scratchy fingers. Because they're nice long fingernails. That's why they don't do scratch. It's not because they can't... They're... Look, do that if you want, darling. Paris, think, sports betting. I think you are going to make life very difficult. Paris understand probability, which is why I've um, put money on Liverpool to not win the something boring. Okay, no, fine. Um, I've got one There's quite a little story. It's just another little one. Should, be, a, should we need little items to mm-hmm. fill in the gaps? Because um, you know how our, this thing about our cat it so happens that Iris smells of Tomcat Wee. Yeah. And did you see the story about... They, they headlined It Smells Like Teen Spirit, obviously. How teenagers what, smell disgusting. Why teenagers smell disgusting. Yes, that makes perfect sense. So babies smell delightful and delicious, mm. and you go, oh, yummy, nummy babies, because biologically, you know, atavistically, you want mums and... Well, particularly mums and mums and dads to smell babies and want to have more of them. Teenagers smell disgusting because the time has come to throw them out of the cave. Uh, and no, so, <laughs> I thought you were so going to like, throw them out with recycling. Oh, my darling son, maybe we'll have more. Oh, oh fuck, God, no. God, get yeah, away. Exactly. And any yeah. child that's like whose room just smells of masturbation and ganja yeah. is actually fitting in with, yeah. with, uh, with, with, with evolutionary um, predetermination. I've got another nice story for you, which is that Prince Charles is looking for a new head gardener. Daily Mail. I was thinking Prince Charles looking for a new head. Fed up, <laughs> fed up with 70 years of those jug-eared jokes and talking to plants. He's gone to get a new head. Do you need a glass of water no, to counteract all the coffee? I'm sorry, you're you right. Calm down, say, say what you've got to say. Prince Charles is looking for a new head gardener. Story today, Daily Mail, page 35. Deb's Goodenough is stepping down from her role after 12 years. Is there a photo of her? No. Okay, I won't bother looking. <laughs> As um, Prince Charles' head gardener. And I realised that you've never written about your gardening. 
Uh-huh. And I thought you could apply to Prince Charles to be his head guard. Oh, that's very funny. No, that is really funny. No, that's really funny. It is really that's funny. That's like a really good idea for a column. Because you've never... Re- fucking hell. 17 episodes, whatever it is. 18, 19. That's actually a fucking good idea for a column, finally. Can I just say that I, yes. I want to go back off over some old episodes and pick out which things have actually been my idea. Most of them. Model Land, text, Model Land text, last so. week. That was, was your my idea. idea. I've done others which have, which have been my idea. The, my thing about I don't want to I don't want to like you know like thing times readers, but I think a lot of them are also keen gardeners. Apply for a head gardener job. Job, yeah. Uh, that's actually quite funny. It's basically I, I, Charles. I, I, do you know what the thing is? When you get up in the morning and you're busting for a waz, don't waste that first piss of the morning in the toilet. Piss it on the roses. Exactly. And that don't kind dilute of thing. it because all they all say they also like dilute in a watering can to eight to one. They, they also dilute your piss in a water can to eight to one. I actually find that... Oh, hang on. Does Iris smell of your piss? <laughs> I don't piss on the cat to make her grow. No. I, I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's oh my your God. piss. No, it's, it's not. It's your piss. It's, oh, God. It is fucking it? is. She's been around the compost and it's your piss. Is it? Not a top cat piss. <laughs> ah. Oh, no. I did piss on the roses this very morning. Which ones? The ones that some of the one of the I, I go and piss them in rotation in spring. It's gone on everyone. I don't think it is my piss. Can I come and smell the cat? I'm just coming to smell the cat who's taking up residence on top of your Prince Harry. It's it's not Tom Cat piss, is it? It's, <laughs> He doesn't really. Oh, hang on. Oh, my prize cat. Your my, prize Bernie. My 250 quid cat. So you're fucking pissed. Has she been out this morning? Has she been on the compost seat? Because they do go on the compost seat. No, and also you oh, do fuck. it all the, through the spring and summer. You piss on the rose in the front garden. And it just smells like a bus stop. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that. <laughs> bus stop. Anyway. Um, but, so but he wait. So he's chosen a gardener. No, no, she's leaving. Oh, he's looking for one. He's looking for one. What's the headline? Charles digs around to replace head gardener. Oh, I see what they did there. Oh, I see. He really, oh, fuck, that is awesome. Yeah. They would have been really pleased with that. Oh, look, the headline writers are great at the times. I love them all. Um, The next headline on your column. The next headline. (laughs) I'm a wanker. Yes. I'm a wanker, says, but it's not about that. Another No, Charles, but it shines through. (laughs) Another shit column from me. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Alan Corrin's son would be the byline. Blah, 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 Alan Corrin's son. Oh, Victoria Corrin's brother. <laughs> Look, is that enough? I'm bored. I that's fine, that's fine. I think we know what I'm going to write about, don't we? I, th- I have a suspicion. I think it's time to tell people just to remember, no kissing. No, no shaking hands. No shaking hands. No hugging. No going to built-up areas. No going to restaurants because... You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Lucy Dittman. Come on, everyone. Coronavirus. If you want to find out what I wrote about in the end, there's a link to the column in the podcast description. Please like and subscribe wherever it is you get your podcast to never miss an episode. And for the full live experience, you can tune into my radio show every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. on Talk Radio. Arriba! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 